more than one in four workers making two hundred thousand dollars or more now say they live paycheck to paycheck so even rich people are struggling to save and pros offer three solutions according to this article but can you imagine making over two hundred thousand dollars and living paycheck to paycheck like at that point you are trying so hard not to save your money okay but let's get into it so market watch picks has highlighted three uh, i guess these products and services because blah, 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 whatever so making bank doesn't mean you have loot saved in the bank roughly 45 percent of those making more than a hundred thousand dollars say they live paycheck to paycheck 47% of those making between one fifty dollars and $200,000 a year, and 28% of those making over $200,000, a new report from PYMNTS.com found. What's more, a 2022 survey from Lending Club revealed that 30% of those earning $250,000 or more live paycheck to paycheck. And that's too bad, as many saving accounts are now paying more than they have in a decade. So the combination of taxes and inflation leave little purchasing power, says Max My Interest CEO Gary Zimmerman, who notes that a 100k salary isn't what it used to be. So how do these high earners start spending less and saving more? We asked the pros. Like this is the crazy thing. <laughs> Right? These people are acting like a hundred grand ain't nothing. A hundred grand income, regardless of inflation, regardless of taxes, is still a good income, you know? <laughs> this is still a good amount of money. There are so many people not living paycheck to paycheck who are making twenty five K per year. 30k per year, 40k per year, right? I think the average household income is 50k a year, and there are people who are not living paycheck to paycheck at that income. So there's one way to save more, and it is to add discipline. So to break out the to break out of the paycheck to paycheck cycle, you need to earn more or spend less or both, and that's basically what they say, preferably both. Zimmer says, adding that while that may seem unrealistic in today's economy, one way to take back control is to save more, is to add discipline. Here's the thing. If you're making multiple six figures a year and you're living paycheck to paycheck, the problem ain't anything else other than your spending habits. Like, you're spending way too much money on useless stuff. So how? Automatically deduct a portion of your bi-weekly paycheck to go directly to a savings account, Zimmerman says. Or better yet, elect to save as much of your income as you can by directing it to a 401k plan, which is tax advantaged and often matched by your employer. If you don't see the funds in the first place, you won't miss them and you certainly won't spend them. So a recent study from professors at Harvard, Yale, Brigham, Young, 
and William and Mary found that individuals who auto-enrolled in a company retirement plan still carried similar levels of debt as those who opted to save on their own. We found there's no difference between the two groups in how much credit card borrowing they're doing, said Yale finance professor James Choi, who assisted in conducting the report. There is no difference in credit scores and their measures of financial distress. So re-examine your spending habits and cut lingering debt. Look to pay down pricey debt as quickly as you can and make big changes to big ticket items like rent, food, travel, and more if you can. In particular, NerdWallet data analyst Elizabeth Renter suggests looking at ways to reduce credit card debt. When you carry a balance from month to month, you're punishing yourself unnecessarily with interest and interest rates are rising, Renter says. Consider opening a balance transfer credit card to get the balance paid off during an initial interest-free period. Renter adds that you should also try to limit luxuries such as streaming accounts, name brand foods, and meals at sit-down restaurants. Which, by the way, if you want to learn how to get a debt, go down below. Consider added income via the gig economy. Even if you're making what on paper looks like a lot, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, it can be helpful to up your income. Increasing income has become easier now with the gig economy we are in, says Vanessa N. Martinez, founder and CEO of Empowered Network, a financial consulting and mentorship program for women, says. For a professional, that could mean taking on a role as a consultant of some sort. Whether you decide to take on any of the above strategies, it is clear that all consumers, high earners included, are feeling the pressure. As many as 93% of rural and 92% of urban consumers say they're noticing higher prices due to rising inflation, according to Payments.com report. In response, is writers say people of nearly all socioeconomic classes will have to take some measures to adjust. With inflation expected to continue, it will likely press consumers of all financial lifestyles further, and time will tell how well they continue to adapt. I think that's just still crazy, though, to be living paycheck to paycheck while making that type of money. So let's see some of the comments. Inflation doesn't care what tax bracket you're in. It is hitting everyone. True, if you are making that kind of money, the answer is cut back. But when you become accustomed to a certain lifestyle, it is easier said than done. And this is the problem that I see a lot with people. And it's like, basically, typically, people start their initial, like, you know, income earning at a very low level. Let's say that they're, like, working a part-time job in high school, whatever, like 10K, 15K a year. Then it increases to 30K. Then it increases to 45K. And it keeps going on as they get more skills and so on, right? But the problem is a lot of people continue to increase their spending as their income is increasing instead of keeping their expenses the same, but leave their income increasing, right? Now, really, the ideal situation is to keep the ratio of your spending versus your income the same. So that regardless of how much you make, the amount you spend is always going to be the same in terms of like a ratio, right? So like let's say that you always live off of 40% of what you take in per month, right? 
and you keep that the same all the time, that will leave you room to save, invest, etc. Right? Or you could drop that to like, oh, I will like live my life on 20% of my yearly income. So let's say that you make $100,000. Well, 20% of that is $20,000. So you're living off of $20,000 for your yearly expenses. I'm just using that as an example, right? That's the way that you should like view it. Not necessarily how much, but what is the ratio of your spending versus your income? Because if you keep that ratio the same, as your income increases, yeah, you are technically going to be spending more than what you were before, but the ratio remains the same, meaning that you're never going to get into a situation where you're living paycheck to paycheck because you have that margin of error available to you, right? You have that big buffer in between how much it costs for you to actually live versus how much you're actually bringing in. And if you do this in a very strict way, right, you could actually you could actually make it where one month of your income could potentially make you survive for like a year, right? Now that obviously skews depending on how much money you actually make in a year, right? But the principle is still there, right? Like you could still end up structuring your life financially speaking that for every month that you work you've gained another year of your life in terms of getting it paid off early right like retiring early because you know people have this like whole like idea of like fire right fire i think is like financially independent retired early right And the main idea behind that is basically to retire as early as possible. Like, what is the bare minimum that I need to survive versus how much money can I make in the quickest amount of time, right? Basically, keeping your expenses so low, your income so high, so that you can reach that point of investments that will pay for your bare minimum of survival, right? Either way, if you want to learn how to get out of debt and match your money, go down below. Let's see. So none of these people (laughs) making four times my wage ever heard of a budget? If you're making $100,000 plus and living paycheck to paycheck, the issue is your spending. I agree. How are people so intelligent to get these ridiculously high-paying jobs but are too dumb to live within their means? Absolute garbage. If you cannot make ends meet on that kind of pay, the problem is you. Truly sickening to try and equate this to the struggle many, many people are going through. I mean, it's crazy, right? Because like, there's so many people that literally can't even afford to put gas in their car, and yet people who are making 100K, 200K plus are complaining that they're living paycheck to paycheck. Like, that's insane. Earning and spending normally works out okay. Simple rule. Spend more than you earn will turn into a disaster. Struggling in comfort, big difference. That depends heavily on where you live, if that's a high income or not. I mean, I agree, 
but is still a very good income. Let's see. So 200k a year is more than $16,000 a month. If you can't make it on $16,000 a month, then you're living way beyond your means and then some. And it's no one's fault but your own. Just rein it in. Read The Millionaire Next Door. Even millionaires have budgets. They buy used cars. They know what they spend each year on food, clothing, and household expenses. And they make saving a priority. Not competing with the Joneses. Pretty soon, we have some sort of Democrat debt forgiveness bail for people who have a lot already but spend like they are ballers on the backs of construction workers and plumbers. Like, like think about that. Like, this person, like, broke it down in a nice way, Right? Imagine not being able to have money in the bank and invest while making $16,000 a month. There are so many people not even making $1,000 a month. There are so many people not even making $2,000 a month. There's so many people not even making $4,000 a month, right? And yet people who are making over $16,000 a month are complaining. Like, it's so crazy. So that's what happens when you make 200k and live like you earn 300k. Now a lot of problem as well, a lot of something that might end up happening as well, right? In this situation, is sometimes you might end up having someone who might have had a really really good year in whatever thing. This is typically more for like sales, right? Something related to sales, where you could end up having like a two hundred thousand dollar like year income because you get really good sales and then the next year you only make 50k but you thought you're going to make the same or more the next year right so a lot of sales people get into this bad situation been saying for years that credit is the road to hell spend less live out of the back of a van if you have to Save and invest. Be the creditor, not the debtor. If credit were such a fantastic thing, banks and financial companies wouldn't be flooding your mailbox trying to sell it to you. Financial independence will set you free. Debt will have you working until you collapse. See, this is the thing. Like, This is why we push people to be like debt-free so much all the time, right? It's because personally, right... I don't want to wake up in the morning and feel like stressing, like like all this like stress on my shoulders, my heart beating fast, thinking that I'm not going to be able to pay debt bills, right? That's why I became debt free. Like I did not want that anxiety. I didn't want that weight on me. Like it's just crazy. Interesting. Very interesting. Feel free to give your thoughts on this.